This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. And off and running on this uh, Saturday, February 3rd. Good morning. Welcome in. How's everybody feeling on this chilly, brisk Saturday morning? It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. And what do we have lined up for today? Well, just another jam-packed extravaganza over the next three hours. The number, of course, you know, 1-800-919-ESPN. You uh, can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer, on TikTok, at Old Man Radio, but most importantly, right here on your radio until noon, the fastest three hours in really all of radio. And we have so much to get into over the course of these next three hours. Now, look, I'm going to I'm going to let you in on something here right off the top. Generally, generally, this is not a time of the year that anybody really looks forward to, right? Like nobody thinks about when you have the conversation, when, when's the best sports times of the, of the calendar? It's never, hey, first week of February. It's not that. Even when you're just having the conversation, man, you know what? I can't wait until, I can't wait until we get to a point where it's 40 degrees every day and we never see the sun. Generally, that's not, that's not destination time. No. But this is a very different time. Now, tomorrow, unfortunately, is the first time since, what, Labor Day? No football games. Nothing. We got, we got nothing. We're being forced to kick uh, cold turkey. First time in like 150 days, we got no football to watch. I mean, football really never truly leaves, right? We got the draft, and they got free agency, and you get the Super Bowl a week from now. And in the course of the next three hours, we will uh, talk about the Jets. Can't, we can't have a week without mentioning the Jets and that article from The Athletic this week, which it turns out, I don't know if anybody else was aware of this before the article in The Athletic, but it turns out behind the scenes... The Jets are a little bit of a mess. I know. It's, it's gonna. It came as a shock to me. I picked up my uh, my tablet. Oh, there's an article about the Jets. But the Jets season's not even going on. Why would I want to know anything about the Jets? Anyway, read through. Oh, well, the Jets offseason may have begun, but the offseason for Jets dysfunction that's that's with us 24/7, 365. So we'll talk some Jets. We'll talk some Giants. We'll talk some draft. We'll talk some Super Bowl. But usually this is the time of the year where you're trying to figure out a way to get from the football to the baseball. You're trying to figure out where, right after the Super Bowl, okay, well, we, how are we going to focus on that? And then the baseball's a little ways away. But usually, usually last few years, maybe longer than that with the Yankees, there's been something to really look forward to. Now this year, Yankees, maybe. Mets, not so much. Because opening day is a mere 54 days away. But I can be honest with you, this is not a time, while it's usually not a time we look forward to in sports, this year is different because this year we have the New York Knicks. This year we have a Knicks team that, let's be honest, some fans have been waiting, some of the younger fans have been waiting for their entire lives. The rest of us has just been like a couple of decades, which those fly by, but the Knicks are, are here. The Knicks are for real. 
and it is a glory to watch. Nine straight wins, 32-17 and 17 on the season, third place in the East. What are they, 15-2 and two since New Year's? The Knicks are for real, and on a night-in, night-out basis when they play, they are putting teams on notice. And the notice is, they are going to be a problem. They are a problem, and it has been amazing to watch. And really, where do you start? I guess you got to start with, who else? Jalen Brunson. With Jalen Brunson, it feels like two straight years of us saying, well, what more can you say about this guy? But really, what more can you say about this guy? It is amazing. In the history of New York sports, it is a very short list of moves that have been more uh, of, a, of a turning point for an organization. Now, there's been a lot of moves where the team was good, and this is a move that put them over the top, be it whoever you want to go with. But when he was signed... Think about what the narrative was, even this year. Well, he's, he's really good, but he's not, a, he's not a game changer. Well, for two years now, that move has been not a game changer. It has been a franchise changer, and it just keeps getting better. It's like playing a game, and you just keep increasing the difficulty, and yet somehow you just keep rolling along. Injuries, good teams... Randall goes down, no Ananobi, Mitchell Rob. Remember, it feels like a long, long time ago when Mitchell Robinson went down. And they went, oh boy, they lost Rob. The defense is really going to fall apart. And to be honest, it did for a little while, but they've gotten things fixed. So even during this winning streak with no Randall or no OG, Grimes is out. Jalen Brunson has absolutely been must-see TV. It feels like every night he does something that makes you say, did you, did you see what Brunson? And it's almost like when a, a superstar just kind of takes over the town, like when Judge goes on one of his runs with the Yankees or when Cole is pitching at the top of his game with Brunson. It's a 30-point game here. It's a game-winning shot there. It was like one of the, the Suns game where he went nine for nine from three the other night. Oh, you know, ho-hum. A 40-point performance in a win where the Knicks trail by 15 at one point, and he gets named for the All-Star game for the first time. And let's be honest, he should have been an All-Star last year, but this year he's an All-Star for the first time. And it is absolutely uh, amazing to watch. He's averaging career highs and points at 27. He's averaging six assists a game. Thursday was his fifth 40-point game of the season He's had 19 games or 30 for, or more, which is already more than last year. And, and think about how fast things can change. In two years, in two years, the narrative has been spinning like a top from when it was first kind of mentioned. You know, it's possible this offseason the Knicks could go out and get Jalen Brunson. And what was the Oh, they're, they're not. They're never going to get Jalen Brunson. And then they got him. And the narrative shifted from, well, they're never going to get him to, well, they got him, but they completely, oh, Jalen Brunson robbed the Knicks. And then it pivoted to, well, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a bargain, but eh, he's not an all-star. Well, maybe he's an all-star, 
But the team always has a better player. Remember Kenny Smith's take this year? Whenever Jalen Brunson's on the court, the other team always has a, always has a better player. He's, he's not a 1A. He's not a 1A. He's not a game changer. No, he's a franchise changer. And as Mike Breen perfectly put it the other night, Jalen Brunson, born to play basketball. And here's a prediction. Here's one that you can lock in. And I don't know if he's going to win the MVP this year. He certainly belongs and is in the MVP conversation. But here's a prediction. Jalen Brunson is going to be the last Nick to ever wear number 11 for the franchise. How about that? Two years into a move, and you can already say this guy is going to have his number retired by the organization. That tells you that move, that was kind of a home run. But it's not a but right now it's not about that. Right now, it's about right now. How many times has that happened? Nick fans perennially over the last two decades either have been focused on the past, the glory days of Patrick Ewing and and, and Latrell Sprewell or playoff runs of the Knicks and the Bulls. They've been focused on the past or they've been focused on the future. They very rarely, especially at this point of the season, been focused on the present. But the present feels like a dream come true, and it all starts with Jalen Brunson. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. So coming up, let's get into the Knicks. Of course, we'll have the Knicks and Lakers tonight right here on 98.7 FM ESPN New York as our coverage gets underway at 8 o'clock. But coming up with the Knicks, there's always going, as much as you want to focus it on the now, as good as the now is with the Knicks, it's impossible not to also have at least some focus, some part of your attention on the future because it's going to be who's the superstar. Who is going to be that superstar that comes here with the Knicks? And the other day, there was a name that was floated. And in terms of stars, well, boy, they don't get any bigger than that. So we'll talk about who that is, my feelings about a possibility of that kind of move, and we'll get into the Knicks coming up. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show. On 98.7 ESPN. We're talking about your New York Knicks as they go for 10 in a row tonight. As they face off against the Lakers. And and the, the Knicks conversation is very much front and center at 1-800-919-ESPN. That telephone number. And, and look, with the Knicks, uh, Larry and I try to get Knicks fans to focus on what's important. And what's important is to enjoy the ride. It's to to enjoy the present. And you would think that that would be easier to do because, as I said in the open, Nick fans, for the better part of 20 years, have either lived in the past or lived in the future. They're either talking about the glory days or they're thinking, oh, we can get this guy. We can get that guy. And and when you finally see the, the plan come together, like it has come together for this Knicks team this year and has come together in a way where I think that most people were kind of hoping for progress this year, but like steady progress where it's another step forward. This year, it's been a major step forward. This year, it's not just Nick fans 
that are talking about the Knicks' progress. It's everybody else who's now focused on, oh, you know what? The Knicks actually, <laughs> Knicks are actually good, and they're actually a team that is on the rise. They are actually a team that the future is bright. So let's get some phone calls involved. 1-800-919-ESPN is the uh, telephone number. Let's go to uh, Manny is in Flushing. Manny, what's going on, my man? Good morning. I'm good, man. How about you? I'm good, Manny. What you got? Listen, uh, uh, listen. I, I, I got. I mean, last uh, Thursday night was so was so emotional. It's not for me, but for Jalen, because that guy's been through like you know basically. He's been the he's been the NBA all his life. He was part of the Rick, which we gotta give him props for profit too. He really installed him how to be a basketball player, not just on the court but off the court. Um, that being said, I mean that next team. You're, less, you're right. You got to embrace the present and hopefully build for a better future because this team has been through a lot in, in the last, you know, from 20 years, from, from 2001 all the way to 2020. I mean, you can't, you can, I mean, the only three times you can say they, they were good, you say they were good, were those Camille Anthony years in the early 2010s where they make the playoffs three straight years and won one playoff series. We look at this Knicks team, they're young, they're, they're, they're well, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're more relatable. I mean, they're so the most talented, and also they've been through adversity. I mean, they, I mean, like you said, back in December, they they made a, um, they they went through Mitchell Robinson injury, and then they had to trade two of their favorite players that we grew up accustomed from the R.J. Barrett to Emmanuel Quickly to um to O.G. Adenobi has, has been a huge plus, even though the last couple of games we've been winning despite his absence, and also look at Julius Randle. I mean, he, I mean, by the way, shout out to him for being an All Star again. That's for the third time. He, he, he also went through adversity by being struggling early in the season with that ankle surgery. Now he may be back by hopefully by early March with that shoulder injury because this team has been through a lot. But they always have. Yeah, man, you're breaking up a little bit. I, I, I get it. Thank you for the phone call as well. Well, look, with those mellow teams, even when they did have success, it was hard to buy into it because it, oh, it was hard to buy into the plan. And it always felt like a plan that was focused on kind of desperation. It was about, well, we just we just got to get the superstar. We just got to make the playoffs. We just got to get in, and then anything can happen. It was hard to really believe in the plan, and it was hard to believe in the people who were executing the plan. In the in the time that that Leon Rose and and Tom Thibodeau have been running this organization, it's a lot easier to buy into the plan because you're seeing the concrete results. You're seeing trades be made where at first you say eh, that's a solid move right, we'll see how it turns and it turns out great the guy that they end up getting is always better than the guy they traded away so uh it's it's a lot easier to believe in the plan when you see some concrete uh, results and, and for Brunson to be named the all-star again he should have been an all-star last year it has been an absolute home run of a move home run and uh, that that doesn't happen too that has not happened too often with the Knicks in the in the last there's there's a, even when they make good moves there's always something that makes you kind of regret the moves that they made. Let's go out to uh, John is in Morristown. John, what's going on? Uh, hey, Gordon. Thanks for thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, as a fan, and I have two points to make. Um, as a as a fan, like you know, when you root for a team. There's nothing more exciting than when you see a guy succeed and then it really matters to him, you know? Like, so seeing Jalen get, get emotional, um, you know, after that game 
was like just extra. You want to love the guy even more. So to know that it matters to him that much and that it meant something is, is you know, it makes him even more appealing. So it's great to see that. The second point was, um, you know, it's so important, like the, the precious, God bless you, Achua, and, and Deuce, you know, these guys are getting really important minutes now because it's only going to help them later on in the season and, and in the playoffs if we need to go deep into the bench. So these minutes they're getting now and, the, and what they're doing now is really important. So that's my my two points. All right, John. Yeah, look, Brunson, uh, he's everything that you would want. uh, The the guy that you are going to attach your sports hopes to, to be, right? He's he's the undersized second-round pick who who decided to come here and and, and has changed the the narrative surrounding the organization, and he plays with a fire, and he plays with a passion, and his hard nose, and he's getting hit in the face, and he's hitting shots. So, uh, no, he's been uh, absolutely fantastic. And to me, this is like having a team exceed expectations is always what you want, right? Like when you go into a season with super high expectations – the regular season is almost uh, it's almost like an annoyance right like think about how yankee fans have been here the last what decade or so because they go into the season expecting a championship so any successes that they have during the regular season well yeah you're supposed to do that you're it's not about you can't enjoy the regular season because it's all based on the playoffs so the knicks who come into this year they have exceeded expectations already up until this point they can't do anything about the, the future but they have exceeded expectations in a year where there were expectations. Those two things have not lined up for this organization a whole lot in 20 years, either exceeding expectations or even having expectations. Let's go out to uh, Knowles in Piscataway. Noel, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Good morning, Gordon. Good morning, Noel. Listen, man, I, I, I'm in a good mood. Uh, you know, I'm going to start. I got some things to, to say about the Knicks, and I hope I get some, some airtime here. But uh, first of all, I looked on the court the other day, and I saw Josh Hart, Precious Achua. I saw uh, McBride. I saw the kid the, the kid that looks like DiVincenzo from Toronto and uh, Hart and Sign. And I, and I looked around. No, it was Josh Hims. And I said, what are we playing with, and how are we up 15 points on this team? It was beautiful to see these kids come into the system and produce. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Now, second thing I'm going to say is we do not need a LeBron James on this team. Guess what? Nobody wanted to come here when we were struggling. Tibbs came here. They got Jalen Brunson. We're building a culture here. Okay? The guy I want – or I could say the two people I would really love to have that would be impactful is either Ma- Malcolm Brogdon or, or Bridges from Brooklyn. Those two guys I would do th- some you know move some real estate for to get those guys in the building because they fit the culture. You come here, you gotta play defense. Look at Fournier; he's like a cheerleader. He doesn't do anything because he doesn't play defense. All he does is pull and, and has a pretty looking jump shot, but can't sink a ball in a hole. Now. My last thing is here is this. This is a good thing for us. It's not a great thing, but it's a good thing that we get to see the bench depth and these guys having to step up before the playoffs because they're getting confidence, and most importantly, Tibbs is getting confidence in the team. 
All right. Well, thanks, all right. And that's what I know. Say. Yeah. I, well, look. I mean, in terms of the the future moves, um, there there the, with the Knicks, you can never get away from that conversation. But I think uh, without knowing who that's going to be, and and really without really knowing for sure what the focus is going to be. Is it going to be a, a tweak kind of move that solidifies the bench and maybe brings in another facilitator to run the offense when Brunson's getting a breather? Or is the focus something bigger than that? Uh, we don't know either of those things, but it's nice to be able to have confidence. And I think at this point you have to have confidence in the people making the decisions because their decisions – have shown you they they know what they're doing. Because none of these moves that they've made so far, none of the moves that Leon Rose has made in here so far has been the, the kind of move where you, you oh, no question that's going to be a home run. Even Brunson, he came with some questions. He didn't have the longest track record uh, of production with the, the Mavericks. But each each of the moves that we're talking about here, be it uh, Brunson, be it um, DiVincenzo, be it Josh Hart, all these moves, those guys have exceeded what the expectation was when the moves were made. So that allows you to it, – it's one thing to have someone running the team that goes out and makes the big swing, right? Like with the Knicks, that's what it's always felt like it's been about. Oh, we got to get the superstar. We got to get Carmelo Anthony. Those moves, that's the easy move to make. Giving up your whole team to get that superstar to come here – that's, that's the easy move to make. It's about identifying pieces that you realize, oh, yeah, oh, I forgot about OG Ananobi, um, another home run of a move. It's about identifying pieces on other teams that you realize that guy will be better here. That guy, that guy is going to impact winning here. It's not just about what their name is. It's not just about what their production is wherever they are. It's about what, their, what they can be in our system and having a system for a change and having a plan, and actually being able to carry it out. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. What do you think we're talking about today? The Super Bowl? <laughs> Small potatoes. The baseball? Nah, who cares about that right now? Because we're living in the moment, people. And that's what, it, that's what it's about. Living in the moment, staying present in your life. And right now, the present is all about the Knicks. The Knicks run this town, and the Knicks are the conversation that we are having at 1-800-919-ESPN. And and look, it's impossible with the Knicks to completely be in the present because, as I said, when the moment the team is being handed over to the former agent in Leon Rose – Part of the, that is, oh, well, who's he going to get? Who, who, what superstar is he going to be able to use his connections to land? And, and that conversation has never stopped. It, it, it existed before Leon Rose got here, and it will exist maybe even after the move is made to land a superstar, whatever superstar that is. I'm sure with Knicks fans, if, if the Knicks went out and got a superstar, whoever that person is, I would think it would probably be another week before. Well, we need another superstar, and and with that, it feels like a lot of times with the Knicks, those those names, it's just recycled. It's just the same names over and over again. Be it Donovan Mitchell or be Carl uh, Anthony Towns, or thankfully, I think we've we've heard the last of the Zach Levine talk. Well, but that one, that one, we have run through that one a, a number of times. But what if? What if people? 
that the superstar that the Knicks land, if it turned out to be LeBron James. LeBron James. And why is that name being brought up? Well, it's being brought up because the other day, Stephen A. Smith said this. Get traded to the New York Knicks. Center stage, Madison Square Garden, the Mecca. You see that defense? You see Tom Thibodeau coaching his defense? Did you see that brother Jalen Brunson and what he does? Do you see Julius Randle and the workhorse that he is? You know Mitchell Robinson's coming back. You know that, right? I've heard. I mean, Hartstein's a big body active. He's been filling in admirably since Mitchell Robinson has stepped away. Dante DiVincenzo, that brother's been playing. Thibodeau has got them as the top-rated defensive team since the OG and Anobi trade. LeBron James, there's very few things that are more valuable than Tinseltown. La La, Los Angeles, California, purple and gold. But if you ever wanted to leave, the New York Knicks got like 11 picks over the next seven years. You're the Los Angeles Lakers. You need picks. All right. So Stephen A floats the idea. You know, we're all trying to figure out who this superstar is going to be. And and look, on on the surface as a sports take, it's a, it's an interesting one, right? Lakers are going nowhere. LeBron's not almost certainly going to win another championship. LeBron James. And and he's he's very always concerned. Always concerned about his legacy. His legacy, right? How, what does this mean for his legacy? Where do you think that conversation got started? Because of fans? That, no, it's because of him. It's all about his legacy. And at this point of his career, with all that he's already accomplished, what would impact his legacy more than coming to New York and winning a championship with the Knicks? The Knicks winning a championship. But for me, and I'm not the biggest diehard Knicks fans, I I, kind of cede that to the real diehards who are living and, and dying with the team game in and game out. But I think that we're on the same page when we say thanks, but no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. Don't need him. Don't want him. Don't need him. Don't want him. Because you had your chance. You had your chance. You had a chance to come here. You've had multiple chances to come here. And this is almost like when you go through high school and you're pining for that girl. You're, that girl is your dream girl. And you, and you, you, you want to be dating her. And you, you follow, you know, you friends throughout high school and college you can't get out of the friend zone and then even out of, after high school and college when real life you know what it'd be like it's like Forrest Gump Forrest Gump and Jenny Jenny wanted nothing to do with Forrest Gump but then all of a sudden he became what a shrimp boat captain millionaire and then all the, oh well Forrest hey look at that she was really a horrible person when you go back and watch that movie it, it, they tried to make her seem sympathetic she was a horrible person no no I digress, getting off the topic. Thanks, but no thanks. You you had your chance. And look, you winning in Cleveland, that was that was clearly special. Now it's not like winning here. Winning in Cleveland is it's nice. It's a big thing, but <laughs> it's not exactly. And and you decided that wasn't few. There's no shame in that. But you had your chance. And, and more importantly than having your chance. A move like that, it negates all. It's the opposite of what the Knicks have done to this point. I think the reason why the Knicks are in the situation that they're in is because this regime 
for the first time in a long, in a long list of people that have run the organization, they focus more on substance over style. They focus more on game over name. And thinking about, well, it's he's the biggest name. That's such an old way of thinking. And the Knicks have tried that before. Getting the superstar past their prime. And I'm sure there'll be some Nick fans at one 800 919 but 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 LeBron would put you put put you over the top. We're just that one piece away. I don't know. It kind of feels like deja vu all over you. Yeah, let's go grab the uh, former MVP who's still really good, but uh, brings a huge ego and would likely want to also play GM of the team while playing for the team. But you'll bring him in because he's the last piece to put you over the top. Well, gee, uh, I don't think there's any examples of that going wrong, right? Not, not in this town. Not any of the teams that we've been watching here over the last year or so. It's going against what got you here. Stick to what's working. And what you're doing is working. It's not mixed results. It's clear you're on the right path. Just don't veer, don't veer off the path. Stick to with what's working. You don't have to just go and grab the shiny object. That's not what it's about. And I know there'll be, oh, I don't care. I just want to win a title. Here's the thing. You don't have to be desperate anymore. You don't have to go and just grab the, the, the next savior that you think is going to be. Beggars can't be choosers. You're no longer beggars. You, your, your team has done it the right way. Don't go back and start making the same old mistakes time and time again. And look, this is, this is not going to happen. He's not going anywhere. The Knicks are not going to get him. But for the Knicks fan who will look at this and say, oh, well, no, this is the move. To-. No, no. You had your chance. Thanks. But no thanks. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's see here. Uh, ben is in New Jersey. Ben, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, G. How are you? I'm good, Ben. What's up? Good. You are literally preaching what everyone is thinking. As Nick said, we don't want him. No. We really don't need him. The team is doing what, what, obviously, what we want them to do, and he's just going to be a distraction. It's all about him. Keep preaching, brother. We don't yeah. want him. Thank Absolutely. you. Yeah, Ben. And, and look, let's say, let's say it didn't work out as well. He comes here, and it's perfect, and the Knicks win a championship. You, you want to win a championship any way you can win a championship, but... Do you really want to do it like that? Because you know, you know for a fact, if he came here, it would be about him. He's too big a star for it not to be about him. It would be about his legacy. It would be about him winning a championship. When And it feels like you're on the path where you'll be able to do that without him. And you don't have to be desperate anymore. There was a time where you did have to be desperate, and it kind of made sense because you just had nothing going on. You got something going on now. And you don't have to. You don't have to veer away from what that is. Let's go out to uh, Tim is in Montclair. Tim. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Good Tim. morning to you. Same to you. Great, thanks. Listen, it's been such a great week. I mean, the month was awesome for the next, but this week emotionally was also as well because with the All Star announcement with Bronson and Randall, and to see that final interview with Alan Hahn when he asked him about. The uh, you know the, the mm-hmm. how, how did the field you know to be an all star? That's what the Knicks was about. I mean, I mean the emotion you saw they all brought in. You know you got guys. It's about you know hey we are all in this together. And listen very quickly, you got to give a shout out to the owner Jim Do- Mr. Dolan. 
let's give him a shout out because for once, as the owner of, the, of a billionaire, he did the right thing finally. He put something together. He stayed out of the way, kept his name out of the way. No more controversy with, you know, with, with some of the stars and former players and where, you know, it was like it was really toxic where, well, this is why players don't want to come here and everything. Give that man, give him, his, give him a great shout out because for once, I think as a business owner, he did the right thing, got the right people in place, and this is why you got the product that you have. I just can't wait till tonight. The whole LeBron James thing, you know what? You're going to kill that. The Knicks are going to go ahead and do what they have to do and finish off this week. And I'm just really happy that for the longest time, just hanging in there, hanging in there as a fan, that we're finally getting our flowers for the hard work, buy-in, and getting the right guys with the right personality to put this great program together with the Knicks. Thanks. All right, Tim, thanks for the phone call. Well, look, in terms of the Dolan thing, it's not, it, from my point of view, it's nice not to have to have that conversation anymore of, wow, they're never going to win with the owner. The owners, and it kind of showed you the first year of Tibbs. You, you didn't hear those calls anymore. And, and, and I, I, look, I, I don't know if James Dolan is, is, is handed off the reins, is, is not part of it, or if he's, if he's laid back more than he used to. But it would make sense that when things were spiraling like they did, he would be more involved because things were spiraling and they were going out of control. And as an owner, you're going to be more involved in those situations. And I would think that it would make sense that when you have somebody running the organization that is showing you that they know what they're doing and there's actual results and actual production, you don't have to be as much involved. But it just shows you it, when we have the conversation about the owners and the owner of this team or the, this guy's a bad owner, you're never going to win with this owner. Uh, a lot of times it's about just finding the right person, and it's not easy to do. And um, the Knicks have struggled to, to do that. But now, and, and look, the, the Leon Rose move at the time, I, I'll be the first. I was Leary. Guy who's never done the job before coming in. Oh, boy, he's the agent. He's just going to go out and try to lure the superstar here, and it's going to be more of the same, and it's more about – uh, being a, 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 a box office thing than, than actual production on the court, but that's not been the case. He is, Leon Rose has done a very difficult thing and has done it very well. He has made the team good, and he has built the team while winning. That's not easy to do. That's kind of counterintuitive to how things happen in sports these days, right? Usually when you're having a makeover, it's about tanking. No, no, they didn't tank. They came in right away and said, we're going to win now, but we're also going to win bigger in the future. And that's exactly what they have done. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Yo, people, listen up. Come out, see the Michael K. Show live this Friday, 3 p.m. from Platte Deutsch Park in Franklin Square, Long Island for a special countdown to kickoff broadcast to get you ready for the big game. With live music from one of the Tri-State's best cover bands, The Mystic, we're bringing the big game experience to you. To you, Yes, you at Platt Deutsch Park, brought to you by Wise Snacks, Security Dodge, Resorts World Catskills, Chili Willy and Cool Carl's Ice, and Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, and the new Tullamore Dew. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York, where we're basking in the Knicks success, a dream that has come even faster than we expected, right? Like, I think that there were expectations for the Knicks coming into this season, 
But when you watch them win nine in a row and you watch Jalen Brunson doing what he's doing and you watch the, the next man up philosophy where you lose Randall, you lose OG, you lose Grime, you lose this guy, you lose Mitchell Robinson's down and, and you lose Hartenstein for a couple of games there. And yet the, the Knicks continue to produce and continue to win. And tonight we'll face off against the Lakers and we'll have the coverage for that one at eight o'clock. But uh, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's go to Santiago is in New Jersey. Santiago. Gordon, thank you for taking my call. Um, I, I've been advocating for the Knicks to stay the course for like a year and a half. It, it makes me proud that I, so far it looks like I was right. I, I, I mean, when you trade for a superstar like everybody was demanding, you deplete the, the, the rosters. You always got to send three, four players. Then you got to start all over. I would love to see the Knicks at least make it to the final the way they are because that only is going to make every fan proud. Not only other teams, also the job. You know, sometimes you need people that want to do it, hustlers. You want people that want to supersede their expectations because when you get superstar like like Diva, like I mean, LeBron's a great player. All these guys are great players. But look what they do. They play when they want to. They play who, with who they want to, and they that that's not a that's I don't I don't I don't admire that as a fan. I don't admire that. I admire people that. You know, that's what you get paid for. You pay, you get paid for it to play for the fans and to win. And when you, when you see Bronson and all these kids fighting for everything, it makes you proud. Even if you don't win a championship this year, it's proud to see the Knicks play in this. Yeah, look, Cynthia, I, I completely agree with you. And uh, I think that at this point, uh, if the Knicks do something before the trade deadline, and I would expect that they will, I think it's more about kind of shoring up that second unit or maybe it is adding another body in the front court. It's not the major move. It's not going out and getting a superstar. It doesn't seem like that move is there to be made right now. And as a Nick fan, look, I have faith in the people that are running the show, and if they really think at this point that that's the move that needs to be made, okay, I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But I kind of want to see what this team can get where where can this team get to without that kind of blockbuster because that that move will always kind of be there and if you make the move now if you make that move now well then the expectations become ones that what yeah you got to get to the NBA finals I think at this point I've said before with this team playing like this and seeing what you have I think a realistic goal this year Eastern Conference Finals win not just one playoff series, which you did last year. Progress would be winning two playoff series and getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. And that's not to say that's where well, once they get there, oh, everything else is gravy. No, I, I don't know. Maybe they can do more. That's possible. But I think you want to see the, the, the real um, question will be answered by how far this team can get because it's a very likable team and – and when you're first coming up and you're first having that real taste of success, it, there's, a, there's a lot of that, right? Especially when you've been down for, like when the Yankees in the, in the you know, mid-90s started to make that kind of ascent. Those were some really fun teams where they'd win games and they'd play uh, the, the twisted, we're not going to take it anymore, right? And that's kind of where the Knicks are at right now. You're not going to take it anymore. This team is for real and they're putting teams on notice that, they're going to be a problem, and they are a problem right now. So I, I get you. I, I don't want to see them make some uh, big blockbuster move or force it right now. They don't need to. I want to kind of. I want to see how this story turns out. 
And and is it possible that it 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 ends short of what it could be? Yeah, maybe. But there's no there's no reason to rush it right now. They've built it piece by piece. Stay the course and keep doing it. Let's go out to uh, Brian is in Milburn. Brian, what's going on, man? Hey, hey, Damon. How you doing? Good morning. I'm, I'm, I'm Gordon or Damer. It's either ones, but that's okay. You got it, Brian. Okay, what you got? Okay, 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 okay. Mr. Damon, sorry, Gordon. Uh, I want to say I think the Knicks fans are delusional and are crazy. Okay. I understand what y'all are saying. You might be right. right? But oh, oh, I'm going to tell you real. Okay. Do you think you beat Boston like that? When is ever going to be a chance with your team looking the way it is? If you get LeBron James... You're saying, oh, it's about LeBron James. Like, y'all the Warriors, and that, that's KD coming to the Warriors. Like, y'all got a bunch of championships. You want a championship as as a, a, um, as a fan. Who cares about the Rams? Like, like the Rams, F them picks. What the picks get you? Did it get you a superstar yet? No. But if it get you LeBron with your team constitution right now, I'm telling you, guaranteed to be Boston. In Milwaukee, in the East, for the title. And whoever has come out the way. Well, how, how would you guarantee it? Well, if LeBron is that kind of player, why, why does he have to leave the Lakers? Why can't he take the Lakers there? I mean, because, hey, man, some things don't work out. Well, you know, I played GM here and it didn't work out. Well, now I got to go play GM someplace else. No. Again, I can't speak for all Nick fans. I'm sure there are some Nick fans that that see the name LeBron James and they just can't help themselves. I've started a new life, uh, and 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 the the life that the Knicks are living right now, the the plans and the routines that they have put in place are producing results. There's no reason to go back to the old way of doing things. And trust me. Not that it's going to happen. It's kind of a pipe dream, but it's an interesting conversation to have. Thinking that LeBron James is the guy. Oh, we, we got to go pursue that now. That, that's such old Nick thinking of, of chasing the superstar past his prime. And gar- you're guaranteeing me all these things. Come on. There was some idiot host who said when the Jets got Aaron Rodgers, they were going to go 15-2 and two this year. You got to go get it's the missing piece, right? LeBron's the missing piece. Aaron Rodgers is the missing piece. Stay the course. The Knicks have to stay the course. They don't need LeBron James and you should not want LeBron James if you're a Knicks fan. You got what you got. He needs you a whole lot more than you need him.